This is the Chief Steward Officer podcast for Kingdom Entrepreneurs. If you want to start, grow, or sustain a business that lines up with Kingdom principles, this podcast is for you. Stewardship is key to aligning your business with the Kingdom of God, and we provide straight talk, practical tips, and advice to help you succeed. And now, your host, the CSO of Flow Business Systems, Mike Spence. Hello, you Chief Steward Officer. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast. Brad, are you excited about this one? I I think I'm always starting off with, I'm so excited about this topic, but it's every topic. (laughs) It's just not one. But I guess that's to be, I mean, we're not going to come in here and go, well, this one, I hate this topic, but I guess (laughs) this is not the best, to be honest with you. There's been better and there will be better ones. This one's pretty weak. No, I'm always excited. I'm always excited to get together. It's it's always a good time. We talk Mm -hmm. about uh, businesses and tips and tricks and try to always put uh, Jesus forefront. So that's always, that always excites me. I'm always to have a little more of this time in my life. Well, hopefully, you know, the other chief steward officers, you know, listening to this are feeling the same way we are. They're excited about it because this one can be a little bit, a little bit touchy at times, it's, but it's about finances mm-hmm. uh, and it's about the flow business model and, you know, the way that, you know, God kind of gave me this thing and how to structure it. Um, but, you know, and you can get it. I will probably say this a couple of times. You can go to chiefstewardofficer.com and there's a big download the model for free which is like a seven or eight page PDF kind of walks you through everything. And it does talk about stewardship. It does talk about God's rightful place as the owner. But the part I really want to get into is a part that entrepreneurs of, you know, whether you're kingdom focused or not can struggle with, which is the revenue part the the, you know, the cash flow of a business. And how does that work when you're trying to be a CSO? Mm-hmm. So, I found that the, the worst part of any type of, uh, CSO's day, or, or I'd say CSO, but like CEO, president, owner, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. uh, they know every aspect of their business uh, to the T and the letter and how to do the work, but yeah. they're absolutely terrified when they go to talk to their accountant or their or their CPA uh, bookkeeper yeah. because it's the one area where they feel like somebody else has a leg up on them. You yeah. Know? Uh, and it, so it's, it's, it's big voodoo to, to a lot of people. So adding some simplicity and some rules for living, I'm sure is always beneficial in this area. Yeah. And, and you're right. And, and that's where it, if anything, it, it's the lifeblood of, 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 of an organization is that you have positive cash flow, that you have revenue, even if you're a nonprofit, there's some form of revenue flowing through that company. And that's just another area to be a good steward of. So it shouldn't be big voodoo for it. It shouldn't be mm-hmm. something that scares us. It, it really needs to be something we're, we're keeping our finger on the pulse of, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just one more thing. And the, the way I did this, you talk about simplicity. I, I understand that some businesses will have some pretty complex business models, but, but the way we put it together in this flow business model is one that you should at least cover five areas. And if you do it this way, what I have found is you can take a lot of the fear and uncertainty and doubt, we call that, you know, the FUD out of your business and that you don't get trapped in this sales mindset where I have a business and I'm out there selling or nonprofits out there trying to do fundraising. 
and you're just selling, selling, selling. It feels like everything's going great because you're selling stuff. People are donating to the cause and money is leaving faster than you're bringing it in. And you just didn't realize it. Um, a lot of people get to the end of the year as a CSO, or I'm sorry, as a, as just any kind of an entrepreneur and they get to the end of the year and they're dreading tax time because they don't like, uh Oh, we owe how much in taxes and why do we owe that much in taxes? They're just not prepared. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to take I, some of that out. <laughs> yeah. It's always the worst. And I, again, I always hated tax time. I still, even now, and I hate tax time <laughs> yeah. uh, again, yeah. because it's not, uh, you know, I feel like somebody is out to get me or, yeah. you know, it's like, what did I, what box did I not check? Yeah. You know, so it's always a terrible. And, and then, what what becomes exceedingly a frustrating place to be is if you've had a great year mm -hmm. getting to the end of the year and you're saying how mm. can i deliberately try to show that i've lost money so that <laughs> you know so that i, I you know what can, can i pay yeah. yeah can i pay rent three or four months in advance can i right, do you know right. all these kind of things because the government is sticking their hands in their pockets and in and, and the Mm -hmm. You've got to do everything. It's legal. You've got to do everything above board, right? But it's just a, it's a heartbreaking sure. feeling to know that you've had a great year and you, it just seems like someone's going to come hit you with a sledge. Exactly. Know, as soon as it's over. Well, we've got something. That's what this model is about. And, and some of the stuff that I want to make sure we're clear on is neither one of us are financial you know, tax advised, you know, certified professionals. We're not, we're, we're just giving our opinion here and <laughs> that what I have and what others should get is a, a relationship with a trusted certified public accounting firm, you know, have someone on your side that you can ask these kinds of questions because taxes and, 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 and finances in a business are, it's just always changing. There's more regulations. It's insane how much new tax laws are and data changes all the time. So you need someone that's really watching that and looking out uh, for you as a small business owner, um, because there's a lot of things that you can do legally, of course, to, like you said, stay above board and do it the correct way. You don't want to get trapped into a situation where you get bad advice and you're cutting corners and you, and you know that you're doing some stuff um, that's not quite legal, or maybe at least it's legal, but it's unethical, just so you could save a few dollars, because then you're trusting in yourself and you're not trusting God as your source. You know, you want to do everything by the book. This is the one area. I mean, there's two areas, really, where uh, even starting a business doing that you need a CPA and you need legal advice, yep. you know, just to get everything set up. Don't cut corners on either one of those two. You need right. these people in your court. You don't want to just wing this. No. This is too important. Uh, mm -hmm. And you don't want to just take some family member that you have who knew a thing, who did a what, and then, you know, mm -hmm. this is, this is not the area for that type of advice. Well, correct. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd say, especially with like startups that are, that are just getting going, this might be a little easier for them or a small business with only a couple of employees, but really every business can do this. And let me just explain those five areas real quick. So when your business has revenue coming in, uh, one bucket if you will, that you're going to be pouring some of that money or into is the operating expenses. And that's what people typically, they'll go out and get a, a business checking account and they're raising money or they're selling products and services and they're invoicing customers. And when they get those deposits, they're putting into their business checking account, which is really 
their operating expenses. This is where you're going to be paying all of your rent, your salary, um, you know, any kind of expenses, uh, equipment you need. It's all coming out of this operating expense bucket. So it's bucket number one. And almost always is going to be the largest percentage of the money, right? But you don't want to put 100% into that checking because we are consumers by nature. We're, we're going to consume every penny that we get if we put it in there. And that's the only account you have. I encourage people to open up multiple accounts mm-hmm. uh, because savings accounts uh, for businesses are free. And so if you put your revenue into one bucket, you immediately want to transfer some percentage of that money out. So let's just call it because these percentages can change based on your uh, business, but take say 10% of whatever that is and put that into a savings account and call that taxes. So now every month or however often you're going to do it, you're taking a percentage of the revenue and you're putting it into a bucket specifically for taxes. If you're retail, uh, like in the state we're in is 7%. When you charge tax sales tax to somebody, you're just collecting that on behalf of your state. They're going to come collect that that back from you. So you want to make sure you're setting that aside. But if you go above that, like say 10%, now you're saving money. So at the end of the year, when you have a tax bill due, or if you have a tax bill due, you actually have cash in a tax account that you're like, cool, I owe $3,000. It's good that I have 6,000 sitting in a savings account called Mm -hmm. taxes. That's all Mm -hmm. it's for, right? So then you get rid of that anxiety and and all of that you've built up in the past because you've been saving for it all year. It's just part of your model. So those Mm -hmm. are the first two. I'll take a pause there and see if you have any questions on that stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, you have to set aside that money for taxes as you go uh, because yeah. you don't want to get behind on it because what happens is and mm. i don't know if you've been there before but you know i have once you have that <laughs> big, once you have that big tax bill coming mm. then you run into the temptation of well i don't have it so i'm gonna basically rob peter to pay paul out of your own account so maybe your withholdings you know that you would normally spend for your your employee uh, withholdings and whatnot yeah. those get used to pay. And now you're behind. You're in, you, Immediately. where do you, where do you get this money from? And, and so yeah. it's much easier to do it on the front end. Yeah. Just every, and, and exactly right. When you get that revenue coming in, you just create a habit or you have a bookkeeper. You have somebody's doing this for you. Put a thousand dollars in, in my, uh, my checking account and a hundred dollars of that is now in my savings account specifically for taxes. And you'll see that account grow. Actually, you'll see these other ones grow as well. And another temptation is, oh man, we want to uh, buy a new piece of equipment or I need a new computer and I don't want to go into debt. So I'll just take money out of that tax savings account because it's just cash sitting there. And you're going to go use it thinking, well, that's okay. So I still have three months left in the year to make that up. And the, the truth is that's a dangerous game to play because you, you, you spend all that money and the things you've been saving for taxes all year, you spend it on other stuff and you never actually made the time to make that back up. And now you're back in trouble. So mm-hmm. yeah, just, just be disciplined about it. The next bucket that you want to put money in is savings. So your business should have a savings account for emergency fund, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, 
any kind of cash flow issues you might have because if clients don't pay on time or if you had a slow sales month of some kind, but you still had some expenses, you know, just in those really, really good times, make sure you're putting a certain percentage of that revenue in that bucket and, and keep it exactly the way you would with your taxes. Um, if you're saving for a big piece of equipment, if you're saving for, uh, you know, just three to six months of your business expenses, just just make sure you're, you're putting money in there. So those first two are kind of standard Revenue goes here, thousand bucks, a hundred dollars in my tax account, savings account, and a hundred bucks in my savings account for, you know, things that we might need in the future. And just let those things grow all year long. It just makes sense. These next two are actually my favorites. <laughs> One of them is for you as the CSO, and you can do with this money whatever you want, but there should be some percentage outside of your normal paycheck, which is handled in that operating expense bug, the big one, you're going to pay yourself some sort of salary or you should try to do that. But in this other one, it's really profit. You're going to put your profit, some percentage in there. And that's a bonus for you because I see just way too many entrepreneurs. They, they get to the point they're working themselves crazy. They're going 70, 80 hours a week and they're doing it for a long time and they never, they, and they pay everybody. You know, if they have employees, they're getting, everybody's getting paid except for that person. And that's where you get burnt out. You're like, well, I'm having fun. I'm making an impact. This is good. But, you know, I just never seem to have any money that would pay me a little extra. And it doesn't have to be, you know, 10% or 20%. It could be whatever you make it, but at least put say 1% and let that account grow and pay it out every, however often you want. I see people do it monthly or quarterly, but now it's like a bonus for you. And what do you do with that money? Well, anything you want. If you want to take that and reinvest it back in your company, you can. If you want to take that money and pay yourself and go on a trip with your family, you can do that. Um, if, if you want to give part of it back to your employees or something, if you want to donate it, it's really wherever you as the CSO want to do with it. But if you don't have an account where you're putting money in for you to enjoy, then you will be tempted to use all of your operating expenses, all of the tax money, all of the, the savings just to keep your business rolling, but you're not, you're not taking anything else for yourself. So I think that's important. Well, the business, we've heard the business should not be a hobby. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we're, this is, look, I know it's a lot of times a dirty word when people say, why did you start this? Well, I wanted to, I wanted to save the world or want to do this. I thought we could help. And that's true, right? Yeah. It is true. Yeah. But it's also not a sin to say, I want to make money yeah. being Absolutely. in this business. You know, I have an, uh, the potential to make an unlimited income mm -hmm. because I am a business owner. It's not artificially capped, it, you know, as from, from other, you know, variable. Yeah. So if, if you do not, if you're not reaping the benefits or, or seeing any benefits of that, if you're just always investing in others, yeah. um, again, that's enough. That's another hard thing to ever catch up on. The burnout comes. Yeah. Uh, you never see the end, and 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 you don't make it through. You, you just don't have mm -hmm. the motivation to make it through to the point where you actually could make an impact to to the kingdom at large because you yeah. you just said this is not worth it. I'll go get a job. Right, exactly. And, and then the purpose that God uh, puts you in place for 
uh, all of a sudden that, that that's not getting fulfilled anymore. Like he, he really wanted to do something through you and through this business to go and make a kingdom impact and, and, and bless people, bless the world. But because you've structured it in such, because we can do that. I've done it where you structure it in such a way that I'm making sure everybody's paid and our bills are paid and everything else. But I just, I, I can't afford to, my family needs more than this. Uh, insurance rates just went up or I need to, you know, pay off, you know, something else in my, in my household or, you know, the water heater broke, whatever it is that you never seem to have enough money personally to do the things that, you know, you know, that you want to do. And so sometimes entrepreneurs quit, they, they just mm -hmm. stop the business and they go get a job. And this is one of those things that if you plan for it, and you build that account up, it's just that extra bonus, you know, and, and the, the, the way we're doing this with percentages is that uh, the, the more revenue you bring in, the more all of these accounts are getting, right? Because it's based on percentages. So the more savings you'll have, the more profit you're going to be able to take as, a, as an owner uh, or as a steward. And also um, taxes, you know, so if you did a bunch of revenue, that tax accounts going up as well. But here's the last one. It's purpose. So people want to make a, a, an impact and, and they start a business and they get rolling. And, and we don't want to fall into the trap of saying, well, one day when we're successful, well, one day when we hit, you know, this much in sales or whatever, you can make an impact day one and the very first day. And when you go out and make an impact, you're really going to do that with time, talent, or treasure. And so as a, as a CSO of a growing company, when you make the revenue, we'll just use some easy numbers. Let's say $1,000. And that came into that checking account for operating expenses. And then each of those other buckets, the four, let's just say 10%. So you're going to take $100, put in taxes, $100, put in savings, $100, and put that in your profit account for you. And then $100 into this purpose account. And so what is that purpose account used for? Well, it's whatever you've prayed about that God has said, I want to use you not just to bless your employees and, and do a good service, uh, no matter what it is, cupcakes, marketing, cutting grass, it could be any kind of business. Mm -hmm. But that other one is specifically set aside to say, God, what do you want me to do with this money? How would you creatively want me to give, give, give this money away or, uh, you know, buy equipment or buy something for someone in your community? I mean, there's really no limit to what you can do with that purpose bucket money. Mm -hmm. It's, it's very dependent upon what God's called you to do. That's why you seek him. And that's, I think that's an, just a critically important one for CSO. Now, now we've talked about this one uh, previously in that uh, we have this bucket of money. We've set aside that, Hey, we want to do this something for good, yeah. but that should not give us carte blanche to go out and this willy nilly say, Oh, I want to give to this or that or this or the other thing, because yeah. it, even though it makes us feel good, it yeah. may not be what God's intended purpose was. Exactly. Right. And exactly. I think you, you brought up the analogy of, uh, of uh, you could not, if you just went into, if you worked someplace else, you had an employer and you went and you oh. started giving away paper and desks and pens and staplers yeah. and giving away all the company's equipment, uh, you would be fired yeah. summarily because yeah. that none of that belongs to you. Same right. way here, your purpose bucket doesn't really belong to you, right? Right. So you need to consult the owner what to do with that purpose bucket. 
Yeah, it, it, exactly. And you know, one one creative way, one way that I've used it. So you know, uh, you know, told me like I I own Flow Business Systems, and with Flow we've set this up, and that we have a percentage for the and I, and I call it overflow. So with that money, it's it's really set aside to help in any way that God wants us to use it. But too many companies, especially if they're services based companies, will say, well, I want to you know, give my products or services away for free to like a nonprofit or to a church or somewhere. And I, and I get the heart I've done it. And what you can do is you can get so busy doing whatever your business does for free for too many people. Cause there's, believe me, no shortage of need out there and you do feel good about it and you are helping people, but your business is going to close quickly because you're not, making revenue any other way because you're always giving stuff away for free. So one way to use that purpose money is to say, you know, let's say that I, I build websites for a living and that I've got connected to a group that I, they can't really afford a website. And plus I prayed about it. And God wants me to just build them a website for free. Well, you can take your time and you can dedicate it to making sure that they get that free website and it looks mm -hmm. great and it is free to them, but you're spending your time. You can pay yourself back out of that purpose bucket so that you are not suffering. Your business isn't suffering by doing pro bono work. You can take that in that money in that bucket, pay yourself so that at least for your business, you're, it's like you got paid for it. It was just free to whatever group. And that's a creative way to do it. Yeah. And it's, and that's not, uh, that's not uh, underhanded or anything, or it's, it's not a cheap way around the horn. It's, oh yeah. Uh, oh, I'm giving to this charity and the charity is me. No, that's not what this is. Right. Right. You're exactly. proactively saving so that you can do things like this. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that's the, so yeah. So this is, there's nothing wrong with doing that. You're not huh. cheating the system that way. You're not saying, oh, look at me and it didn't cost you anything wrong. Right. You are donating this. Exactly. You saved ahead of time to, to be able to do it. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, these as CSOs and as employees of, of great businesses, we want to go out and build in our community and it could be anything. I mean, there's so many causes right now that are so worthy that, that you could you know, give your time, talent or treasure to, but those are the things you have. And what we end up doing is we give our time and we give our talent and we're out there doing those things, but we've never considered the treasure part. So I, I think it's very active and intentional. It's not something that you just want to, uh, necessarily grow up a, a savings account for purpose and just automatically connect that to a monthly donation somewhere. I mean, that's okay, but I think it needs to be a little bit more hands-on than that, a little more interactive. But we, what happens if we don't plan for it, um, then we are just simply giving our time and our, and our talent with no way to recoup any of uh, the, the, the monetary value of that stuff. And so, you know, God is organized, you know, it, it is, he's not chaotic. And as CSOs, we need to be the same way. So when you dedicate your business to God and you say, God, you own it, I'm a steward. This model really helps take away any anxiety you have about giving away free services or mm -hmm. taking a day off to go serve in the community because that purpose bucket will see, you know, see you through, um, it also, if, if there's a money crunch at some point, uh, if you need some cash flow, you got a savings bucket there. At the end of the year, you need to pay some taxes. Great. I've got a whole tax you know, bucket that I've been filling up all year. And then as far as an entrepreneur, 
as a CSO, you've been out there uh, killing it and getting a paycheck, hopefully. But in addition to that, you've paid yourself a bonus and it, it's all planned out. It, it, it takes all the stress, all the anxiety uh, uh, around organizing and managing your finances for a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, as, as we were talking there, I was thinking back to, uh, you know, the, the, the purpose bucket and yeah. using that to fund, you know, your time and your talents. And I compared that in my mind to the scriptures back in Leviticus, where it, mm-hmm. it's giving us instruction to not take everything from the vineyard, right? Yeah. Do not clear it straight up, but leave something behind for yeah. the stranger, for the poor to come in and glean those fields. It was the right? first welfare system, right? Okay. So this is, you know, you're leaving a little bit behind. You're leaving a little something on the table that you can yeah. come back and and help those glean later. And 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 maybe something else, and I'll get your uh, opinion on it, but I have found uh, that has been beneficial uh, to me. Um, we've all played Monopoly. You get the little community chest card or whatever, and it says, yeah. the bank has made an error. Oh, yeah. In your favor. Yeah, yeah. I've never in my life had a bank made an error in my favor. <laughs> it's always been the opposite way. Yeah. And so uh, what I would suggest uh, is when you have these different buckets set up mm-hmm. for taxes or operating expenses or payroll, or these d- different buckets, I would have those as much as possible s- distributed among different banks mm-hmm. um, because the banks will empty out all of your accounts by yeah. mistake. And it will take <laughs> several days to get that back. In the case of pushing the yeah. button to get it out and several days to get it back. Not yeah. that they're doing anything purposely yeah, but mistake happens, happens right and you don't want to be have a single point of failure that brings the entire system down so yeah. if you have savings and plus if if you're if your savings accounts are at a different bank mm-hmm. whatever than the bank where your operating expenses are it's just a little check and balance you know it's a little extra effort you have to go to take that and that's what out, i was gonna say hedge I- I've heard people say exactly that it's not so much they're protecting against the bank is that what they're doing is they're protecting against themselves that mm-hmm. make it a little bit harder to go about getting that money. There, there's some, there's, there's some savings account. I, I've heard people go to a different bank that's very small. They have limited access to it. Mm-hmm. Their, their website's terrible, but they can put their money there for free <laughs> yeah. and they, it's hard for them to get to it, especially yeah. taxes and stuff. But, but that's the model. I mean, that's just something it's, it's, it's simplified. It's, it's something for at least to begin with because you can make that more complex, but it's just really fun to see CSOs get that revenue that God's pouring in. He sees you're being a good steward of it. You're planning it this way. Um, you, you've got it all organized. And so that way in your brain, you're not, you're not uh, full of FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt as you're moving through. I mean, you're really doing this the right way. The more that God can trust that and sees you're doing it, the more he's pouring into it. So, And, and where, could, where could we download this model again? ChiefStewardOfficer.com. Yeah, you'll see uh, the Flow Business model on there. You can click it, download it. Uh, it's a PDF that you can print, share with your friends, um, and then uh, just let us know how it's going. But that's, that's it for this podcast, Brad. Just wanted to address that and and have people uh, consider um, using that model for their own business. I've enjoyed it. Valuable stuff. Thank you again, Mike. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Brad. See you, man.